What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. My favorite thing about working in healthcare is the people. This industry brings together brilliant, highly motivated individuals who are driven by the opportunity to make a difference. My name is Hallie Tecco, and this is The Heart of Healthcare, a podcast where I'll be introducing you to the people on the ground moving the needle in public health and medicine. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to Jamie Brewer a writer, actress, model, and advocate for people with disabilities. Jamie is known for her roles in the Emmy and Golden Globe winning TV series, American Horror Story. Trick or treat, sit on my feet, give me something good to eat. Hey, I want to be a pretty girl for Halloween. You want what? Make me a pretty girl, like you, Violet. She also made her mark while leading the fight against the R word, while serving on a Texas governmental affairs committee. She persuaded state senators to abolish the word in any official use and replace it with intellectual developmental disability. It was a tremendous victory. Brewer also happens to have Down syndrome herself, a developmental disability characterized by having an additional copy of the 21st chromosome. Jamie was the first person with Down syndrome to walk the runway at New York Fashion Week, opening the doors for other aspiring models who are differently abled. Amid pumping beats and flashing lights, history is being made with these first confident steps. Jamie Brewer is the very first model with Down syndrome to ever take on the catwalk at a New York Fashion Week show. Today's episode is hosted in partnership with The BodyCon 2022, a live virtual conference focused on body confidence and the movement towards radical self-acceptance. It will take place Sunday, February 27th, and tickets are available at thebodycon.com. Jamie, welcome to the Heart of Healthcare podcast. Thank you. Let's start with the conference coming up that I'm attending and you're speaking. Why are you excited to speak at the BodyCon and what will you be discussing? I will be on a panel that's um, talking about um, how I um, get my, my mind and body healthy and confident. And you do a lot of acting and modeling and speaking at conferences. Why do you think representation matters? It matters because there's a lot of strength. People are inspired. And it's also it's of inclusion in every area of Hollywood, be it on stage or on screen or in film, giving us opportunities in front of and behind the camera. Mm, I love that. Some of your most notable roles um, from American Horror Story were Adelaide and Nan. Um, Mm -hmm. What was it like acting and what kept you coming back throughout the series? What kept me coming back throughout the series and just the overall thrill of it and the the environment of American Horror Story is incredible. And touching on Adelaide, I feel that I put a Down syndrome on the map for horror. 
because mm. the last name of Adelaide is Langdon. And the actual doctor, known as Robert Langdon, first discovered Down syndrome. So there's a tie into that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Thanks for so, sharing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and so I guess I love every single role. The first season was, I was the first one to bring Down syndrome into the horror genre, pretty much. Yep. And then uh, Nan, Marjorie, Hedda, and Nan again, those were not disability roles. Mm-hmm. Those did not focus on disability. You must have loved it because you came back so many times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you also acted in the Amazon TV movie Love You More with yes. nine other characters with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. How is that experience different from when you're the only one in the room? Uh, there's really not much of a difference because um, in Love You More, a lot, uh, a lot of the, the, the cast members, some of them are, are, pers- are personal friends of mine. Oh, I, I, so it's fun to get to work with them. Yep. And along, along the way, I even through there, I even met two others with Down syndrome as well that are friends of mine now, as well as the actual cast and crew of the show. Tell us what it was like to walk the runway at New York <laughs> Fashion Week. Uh, incredible, for one. Yeah. Amazing. My family and I were amazed on how much media coverage there mm. was for that. Yeah. It was just a really neat thing because I walked the runway with all these high-powered women in their areas of field of their work. The fashion designer, Carrie Hammer, wanted to have an actress in that mix as as she was trying to figure out on who to get. This young girl was like, well, I need a role model for my life and I want to see somebody in in this fashion week. And it it was in January and in New York. (laughs) So it was in the winter. So I just flew out, did everything. Carrie Hammer is also a fan of a dress. So the dress is inspired by the show. So there's a tie there. Yeah. And I was the last person to go go off. And I'm sure you saw the the videos of it. I actually do um, very subtle homage to certain characters of the show. And the very last thing in going off the stage is Sarah Paulson's character of the New Supreme. I actually um, brought those brought those into that. Do you like modeling as much as you like acting? I like both. You like both, yeah. Do you get nervous? Uh, no. <laughs> Honestly, no, I'm not nervous. I actually channel my nerves in a more positive way. I do a lot of yoga, taekwondo, mm. and things to do with zen to center myself. And it works. Okay. I need that because I get very nervous. This um, relaxing Zen music on, center yourself. Yeah. Remind yourself and knowing what, what Botacon's about. Being confident in who you are and finding the, the right ways to um, Zen a lot of the sounds out mm-hmm. and be one with yourself. Yeah. Well, you've had uh, a very successful career and in addition to the work that you do as an actress and a model, you mm-hmm. have also been an activist. And one of the things that you've accomplished that is so impressive is leading the fight against um, the R word while mm-hmm. serving on the governmental affairs committee. And you persuaded state senators to remove the word from any official use, which is just such a tremendous victory for everyone. Thank you. Tell us a little more about that. Sure. And the way that you word it's kind of neat because I. I- the Governmental 
affairs committee was actually in Texas. Okay, so even a bigger, <laughs> yeah. I was in Texas during that during that time. I want this to become become globally. I want to someday meet Biden and get our term abolished globally. <laughs> okay, so so if anyone is listening that has ties to the current administration, Jamie is ready to talk to you. Yeah, because when I said about persuading state senators, I don't want to do that globally. But also at the same time, this this government affairs committee that I was part of in Texas, I was actually um, living in Texas during the time. I was I, I was in high school during that time. I was in high school in Texas. And so a few years after that, I joined a local ARC group. I'm part of ARC. Mm-hmm. I was part of ARC. I was... For a good amount of time, I was selected and got the role of a president for two years running. And while I was president, that was when I was asked and being part of a, of a going up higher to a government affairs committee. So during that committee was where we mentioned about the state bylaws. And during that, they mentioned the R term that it, it was in their bylaws mm. and they wanted to abolish that. They wanted to take that out. Yeah. So we did that we all came to the agreement to take that term out of the actual bylaws itself and ever since then we don't have that term in our in, in our bylaws in Texas we actually changed that term to intellectual developmental disabilities and why do you think that matters those words matter and matter because with the community of down syndrome and other disabilities as well we don't like hearing that term it puts us down it's hurtful it's hurtful it puts us down, and some people, not myself, but um, some people can get really offensive by it. Yeah. So I actually want to um, keep pursuing that and get it abolished globally. Yeah. Are there other states that have had similar movements? I don't know. That's what I. That's what I want to find out. Yeah. Well, if anyone is listening and you have ties to state or federal government. Um, uh, that would be uh, something that Jamie would be interested in getting involved in. So yes, very much. Yeah, it's a huge platform, and it's kind of neat as well. But when it comes to the acting portion that I heard you mentioned, yeah, um, I do I, a lot of my advocacy I use in my acting. How so? Like with Adelaide and other other characters I've done, bring I bring in that platform of advocacy constantly by being me. And teaching others that individuals with disabilities have our own voices. We um, can do anything and everything that that other people without disabilities can do. Tell us more about the advocacy that you do for law syndrome and what that causes. It makes awareness for for individuals with disabilities to um, really understand the communities and help them learn that there are individuals out there that have disabilities and that we need the same opportunities that other people that anybody has. When it comes to the word law, that's that brings in a different platform as well. That actually um gets our, our voices and our faces in, in the arena of law. So the campaign was trying to promote work opportunities, independence, um, and civil rights for people living with Down syndrome. That is exactly it. Yeah. That's exactly it. And it's incredible in, in hearing about the, the kind of stuff, including civil rights. But that, that, mm-hmm. That's actually a new one to, to hear. 
And it is true. Because um, a lot of um, people, it causes a stability and balance for, for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. For all of us. Sorry, not, not for, for yeah. all of us. Do you think there are barriers to finding meaningful work for people with Down syndrome? Sometimes there can be, but, can be, but um, I like really think about it. Um, for me, people always ask me this question quite a lot. I've never really faced a lot of barriers, and uh, I don't. And with others that are faced with barriers, I actually encourage them to not see the barriers hmm. and to help individuals, to help the individuals that are hiring them. And showing them and saying, hey, can I show you what I can do? And you see what I can do and adjust to what I need to do. What do you think about the special minimum wage for workers with disabilities? Do you think that's fair that they have a lower minimum wage than? It needs to be the same as others that, that work that work in the workforce that do not have disabilities. Yeah. It needs to be the same. Yeah. Don't we don't need a change for a lower? Because, like me, when, when I work, I don't request a lower minimum wage. Yeah. So what we need to do is to change that frame of mind, and ha- have everyone have minimum wage and, and not denote and not bring down disability and having that that lower standard. And this is the same throughout. What are some myths that people have about living with Down syndrome? There's really not a lot of myths out there, but there's some. Uh, that a lot of people think that we can't do a lot of stuff, and that we are always quiet, mm-hmm. which is not true. Not with you. You're not quiet. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm not. <laughs> no, there, no. That that mm-hmm. is a myth, though. That people often think that people with disabilities are quiet, mm-hmm. and we are not quiet. <laughs> no. We are like those families that are. We're like those families that are Spanish or Greek. We we have a voice. <laughs> and do you have um, friends and family members that also have Down syndrome? And are your relationships with them different because they can relate um, to you a little bit more? Or are you just friends with everyone? Uh, that's their option. Everyone. A good amount of my friends have disabilities. And they so, some have dis, have Down syndrome. Some are autistic. Some are CP. Hmm. Some are in a wheelchair. So I, I, I is a huge melting pot mm-hmm. for me. And where and where do you live now? Orange County. Orange County. Of course, you have to be close to the work. <laughs> yeah. What are some of your goals right now, whether it's personal or professional? Being the healthiest I can be. I'm a very healthy girl. Mm-hmm. I'm also, and this is on a personal side note as well, I'm also diabetic. Oh, wow. I'm a type 1 diabetic, so I'm very healthy. And that's something that you've um, lived with since you were a kid, type 1 diabetes? No, this recent few months, I'm I'm sure a year now. Oh, wow. How has that changed your life? Quite a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It was a major wake-up call for my family and myself. How How did you find out? I was constantly craving a lot of sugar. Okay. Sugar craving is the the biggest killer for diabetics. And I was craving um, all the sugar stuff, all of it. I was uh, on a plane flight one time where I was constantly craving a liquid diet. Mm. I hardly ate anything. 
It was all liquid. All all the sodas that have sugar in them, I mm-hmm. requested all of that from, from regular sodas and, and and diets and even those slushies at Seven Eleven and all, all that kind of stuff. The frappuccinos from Starbucks. I was going to ask about the the insulin, and I'm assuming you're not you're not drinking those sugary drinks anymore, and you're no, now. No, I am not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am not. I no. I, I was actually craving a lot of sugar, a lot of bread products as well. Everything that had carbo load of sugar, mm. that I was craving. Now I am more on a paleo, Mediterranean, and Atkins diet. Wow, that's a big change. Yeah, major change. Yeah, and I am the healthiest that I've ever been. I've lost a, a good amount of weight. Wow, because of all this, and I eat healthy. Like constantly for a lunch, which is in, in a few hours from now, I'll be uh, actually probably after this probably. I um I eat salads a lot. Hmm. I do a lot of salads for for a lunch. Do you miss the sweets? Uh, no. Good. <laughs> well, yes and no. I actually do more sugar free. Mm-hmm. Sugar free, and what I found about Atkins, there's hardly any sugar. So I'm an Atkins girl now too. Yeah. And are you, you have to check your blood sugar levels throughout the day? Yeah. 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 I, um, on my body, I wear a, a Dexcom that, monitor, that monitors my number. Mm-hmm. And the insulin is in a wireless insulin pump called Omnipod. So I can manage all this on my own with yeah. the guidance of my family to keep me on track. Yeah. That's a lot to manage. Uh, do you think that you want to do advocacy around diabetes awareness? I want to. Yeah. We'll be right back after the break. Ah. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So switching gears, um, 
Tell us about a time when you were underestimated and how you proved them wrong. When I was given a chance, I um, showed them how they, they could um, believe in me and believing in my own self and being confident, never going into a workspace or, any, or anywhere being negative. I'm never negative. Have you always been like that? Or is that something you had to always, learn? Always. I've been encouraged from, from birth to be always positive. And if I am faced with something negative, find positive in it. So your, your parents and siblings are like that as well? Uh, my parents and my grandparents, yes. My grandmother lives with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly reminded, I always look for the positive. And if I'm faced with the ne- negativity, I change it. It's been a very, very difficult two years for every single American. How have you been able to stay positive throughout COVID? Uh, just taking care of myself and, and taking care of my mm. family and staying healthy, doing stuff that I love to do. And I've had a couple of fam- a family member that has passed away on me. My, my grandfather, my mom's side passed away on me. Oh, I, did th- I, did th- I did take it hard, yeah. but I... That's all. That's part of life. Mm-hmm. He did not have COVID. He just passed away calmly and peacefully with with, with, with Alzheimer's. So I also kind of advocate for that too, mm. as well yeah. with people facing Alzheimer's and saying, "Don't see it as a curse. Don't see it in, in a bad light. Keep keep staying positive and find things to keep to keep the mind active." You'll have to connect with Maria Shriver in California. She's I know the Shrivers. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> she's doing really important work. And thinking about that, um, with um, about the law syndrome thing, mm-hmm. I'm part of um some really good um foundations, and Best Buddies is one of them. Ah, and Best Buddies is it's Anthony Shriver. I know the Shrivers really well. What does Best Buddy do? Best Buddies um do they do really neat events. A lot of them are um. They do bike bike classics. They do bike they do bikes bicycling and different things. I'm also part of a group called Easter Seals, as well. I've done two Easter Seals. Is basically um, it's another advocacy group that um has individuals with disabilities in front of and behind the camera, and we do the we have this Easter Seals film challenge, where we have the opportunity of being in front of the camera and behind it. So. That's kind of a neat thing there. Yeah. You like to be in front, right? Yes. But also I'm looking at also looking at the I'm also um focusing more now on behind the camera. And I'm also part of other groups as well. I am part of a National Down Syndrome Congress. Okay. And a global Down Syndrome as and the Global Down Syndrome Foundation. They're in Denver, Colorado. You're busy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm also recently um, in my area. Mm-hmm. That's why I love being back back home in California. I'm part of a group called the DSAOC. That's the Down Syndrome of, of Orange County. I'm part of their board. All this on top of work, acting. Yeah, on, yeah all yeah. this on top of acting and acting in theater in tv and in film <laughs> yeah do you have any big projects that are coming up there is one i can't say too much about it okay but i can <laughs> tell you that um it will be in new york and in the spring okay oh <laughs> i can't wait to find out are you guys interested in seeing a comedy movie that i'm in yeah <laughs> it's been out it's on amazon prime it's called turnover 
It's a really neat film. It's two hours long, but it's worth it. And there, um, it brings in two communities. It brings in the Down Syndrome community as well as the deaf community. Awesome. I will definitely check it out. So there may be some listeners out there who have just started learning about Down Syndrome from hearing you speak today. Is there anything you want them to know? Um, being a role model for women and for men and anybody. Yeah. And that's being a role model for young women as well is anything's possible and never being afraid to believe in yourself and being inspired by people that and all of us inspiring others mm-hmm. and saying, hey, we have a voice, we have a huge heart, we, if we're caught in, in any bad situation, we will help you find a way to change that. We want to show you who we are. Yeah. Everybody has a voice and you should use it to help others. That's what I'm hearing. Yes. Yeah. How can people follow you on social media? You have a very big presence online. <laughs> yeah, I have a Twitter account and an Instagram. And it's um, the Instagram account is the same name as the Twitter. Okay. Pretty much. The Instagram account is, it's, okay, it's, it's me, Miss Jamie Brewer. Great. I-T-S-M-E-M-S, Jamie Brewer. Great. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate everything um, that you shared with me and am so excited to see what you're up to in spring in New York. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Heart of Healthcare. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on social, and tell all your friends to listen. The Heart of Healthcare is a product of Offscript Health. We are a healthcare engagement company built for patients and caregivers by patients and caregivers. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Andrew McDowell. Our senior producer is Brianna Seely. Our intern is Antonella Sterniolo. Our host is Hallie Tecco. It is recorded, mixed, and edited by Brianna Seely. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscriptnot.com. That's media at offscript.com. For more information, visit offscript.com. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.